Paul Sullivan of the Chicago Tribune is a terrific sports writer, maybe top five nationally as far as baseball is concerned. I saw the headline today, how an epic collapse by the two or 2021 Chicago Cubs led to the biggest 24-hour roster dump in franchise history. I thought, really? I knew it was big. Was it that big? And before we welcome Paul Sullivan into the transmitter, let me read you the first couple lines of his column. By the way, he posts four or five columns a day at the Chicago Tribune. Guy's a hard worker. It started with a familiar cackle on June 11th in the back of the Wrigley Field press box and ended seven weeks later with tears shed in the visitor's dugout at Nationals Park. The story of the 2021 Chicago Cubs, who went from potential trade deadline buyers to dismantling the championship core. It is a brief but important chapter in the Cubs' history that might take years to fully assess. Many fans still are trying to process their feelings after the abrupt departures of the big three, of course, Chris Bryant, Javier Baez, and Anthony Rizzo. It's been a lot of fun and um, you know, just the memories, all the, all the former Cubs, getting to know Mr. Cub, Ernie, really well when I was here and obviously in passing just there's just so many memories here that it'll be cool to you know come December January when I'm sitting at home really come up with with all the memories and who knows write a story about it or something all right Cub fans listen up how an epic Cubs collapse led to the biggest 24-hour roster dump in franchise history we welcome Paul Sullivan from the Tribune to WLS Paul, it started with whose familiar cackle? Uh, yeah, that was uh, the familiar cackle of Bill Murray, who uh, was in the press box uh, when Rizzo hit that home run on the uh, 14th pitch at bat against the Cardinals. And uh, that was the day the Cubs uh, opened Wrigley for the first time at 100% capacity and beat the Cardinals. It was just seemed like everything was back to normal. The team was on its way to the at least a division title. And then, uh, you know, slowly but surely it all fell apart, and now here we are with a a brand-new ball team, really. Just seven weeks ago, you and your fellow columnists in town were talking about the potential for a Red Line World Series. Is this the biggest 24-hour roster dump in Cubs history? Uh, Yes, until uh, someone can show me otherwise. I mean, especially when you consider the, the names involved, Rizzo, Baez, Bryant, and uh, Kimbrell, who's, you know, we don't talk about him as much because he's not one of the big three that were on the championship team, but, you know, he was the the biggest trade uh, chip uh, on the market, really, and the White Sox got him. So just an amazing day in uh, Chicago sports history, and I think uh, it's something that uh, we'll be talking about for years to come. There seemed to be, in Cubs history, if I remember correctly, there was a time where they were only three, three and a half, maybe four games back, and they unloaded some stars, and they thought that was waving the white flag for that year. Oh, that was the Sox. That was the Sox. The Sox. Yeah, 1997. And Yes, and I remember they waved yeah. the white flag in those days. This is far bigger than that, uh, that uh, backing up the truck sale. Yeah, I and mean, that one was different because the White Sox were still in the race. They were, you know, like you said, only three and a half behind. Uh, Cleveland, and uh, even then, that that was basically one trade, not uh, five or six uh, as the Cubs did. So, uh, yeah, that was a little different circumstance there. Uh, the Cubs 
we knew going into the year that there was a possibility of all three of those guys being traded. And uh, But it's, it, when they started winning, you thought, well, okay, they'll keep at least maybe one or two of them. And as it turned out, uh, you know, they're all gone now. Paul Sullivan of the Chicago Tribune here on Double Dallas. Is this just the nature of the business? I mean, it's always been the nature of the business. Is it just accelerated and amplified now? Well, I think this is a kind of a different thing. I mean, it, it is the nature of the business that big stars leave from time to time. You know, LeBron James has done it a number of times. Um, Max Scherzer, uh, even Mookie Betts went from the Red Sox to the Dodgers. Uh, he was the biggest star on that team. So it's not uncommon for that to happen. I think the the difference here is that uh, you got three huge uh, stars in Chicago all going in a 24-hour period. And uh, the fact that they, you know, were integral in the 2016 championship that ended the drought uh, just makes it even a bigger story. So now Cub fans are going to be following their careers. And, uh, you know, they all got off to great starts with home runs in their first games. And it's just, uh, it's just a very weird time. And they had a no-hitter, what, on, on June 24th. I don't know why Ricketts and the, the Hoy, you know, and Hoyer wouldn't say, okay, we stumbled here, we lost how many in a row? Uh, and that's, I guess, that was the deciding point after they lost 11 straight in a row. It was the next day yeah. that Hoyer said, we're no longer buyers, we're sellers. Yeah, they, they snapped the 11-game losing streak, and then they uh, said, okay, we're a little change of plan here. It was It caused a lot of controversy because people, you know, really weren't sure of what he was talking about and led to a lot of speculation on who was being traded, who was going to stay. Uh, because, you know, most teams, when they they go about something like that, uh, when they're going to initiate a sell-off, they don't announce it beforehand. They kind of keep it under wraps, and then all of a sudden spring it on you. So this was – at least uh, Hoyer was being honest about it, and uh, he did execute an unbelievable – amount of transactions in a short period of time and i guess we'll see in a few years whether it pays off paul it seems like rizzo's somewhat bitter about this based on what he said to sports radio yeah uh, rizzo uh, spoke uh, this morning on, on uh, another radio station and uh, was upset with uh, hoyer's comment that uh, basically hoyer was saying that he could sleep well knowing that he had given these guys the best offers that uh, were possible and that when they do sign their contracts this off season with whoever they sign it with, people will see that they didn't get what they were looking for is basically what he was suggesting. And uh, Rizzo basically said uh, it sounded like a jilted lover. Um, I'm not, those weren't the exact words I'm paraphrasing there, but he did say it was a, you know, sounding like a bad breakup. And uh, he disputed Hoyer saying that, you know, basically that all three, if all three of those guys thought that they weren't getting what they're worth, then, then basically you have to look at the Cubs and and wonder maybe they were just uh, you know lowballing these guys. Paul Sullivan, I just watched, and I'm late to the dance on this, but I just watched the Last Dance, the series on Michael Jordan, Pippen, Rodman, and the breakup of the championship Bulls. Mm-hmm. You know, it this kind of has the same feel with Rizzo, Baez, and Bryant. Well, it has the same feel in that, uh, you know, it's just a, um, you know, it, maybe it didn't have to happen, one of those things, but it's totally different than Michael Jordan and Pippen and uh, Rodman. I mean, that was a dynasty and a team that was still maybe not in the middle of its prime, but still in their prime, they could have won another championship. I don't know if this 
Cubs team could have won another championship if, if they kept all three of these guys um, because obviously they haven't won a playoff game since 2017 and they were all on those teams. So um, it's, it's a good analogy in that, you know, it's a tragic day in Chicago history, <laughs> but uh, I don't see any uh, documentaries on the, the breakup of the Cubs imminent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. That, that, yeah, they're not it, Michael Jordan. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it's not six world championships. And, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah that, bad analogy. We can't like throw out the one. It was great and it yeah. changed cup history. But you know, Michael Jordan is a different, whole different level there. Uh, final question to the South Side: How confident are you in this uh, this White Sox team this year? Um, I'm confident that they uh, will definitely go to the playoffs and that they should at least get to the American League Championship Series. Um, whether they can win it all, uh, they definitely have the pitching, and I think the addition of Craig Kimbrell helps out a lot because they have two lockdown closers. Uh, I am a little concerned about the offense. Uh, they're kind of up and down at times, and you know they can get stopped by good right-handed pitching. So, uh, you know, Eloy is coming back, and uh, Luis Roberts on his way back. So uh, uh, it should help out, but uh, that, that's, I think, the one big concern about the Sox is do they have enough hitting. Paul Sullivan, we'll let you get back to writing yet another column for the Tribune website <laughs> because, because you write three or four a day, it seems like, and we appreciate your time. I always enjoy your work, sir. Thanks for having me. God, I love him. I love you guys. Um, it's just the best best years, best time of my life. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, I don't know, there's so much right now, it's, it's hard. I, I think, you know, even a couple of weeks when we come back to play the White Sox, so I'll be able to talk more on it, but right now it's nothing but love. That's uh, Rizzo from Marquis.